Low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is JC. JC, we're in a week of revolution, supposedly. We are, and we're going to get your full preview of AEW Revolution at the end of the pod. Also, Jobberknocker.com. Our boy, the Joe Stop, will have you covered. There's some big matches on Dynamite, but also, they got that pay-per-view like you mentioned on Sunday. So we'll hit that later. But Nestle Mania, we only start this show one way and one way only, and that is in the shine. No Mandy Rose's week, folks. So we're just gonna have to get. Yeah, all she happy. had a week off. You know, she was actually at Raw because she posted selfies backstage. So that's always super hot fire and always deserves to mention the shine. Go to our Instagram. Shout out Mandy Rose. But dun 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 <laughs> dun 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 dun. The hurt business, baby, is on top of the wrestling world. They kind of have been, but now it is officially official. Was it in 14 years? I thought it was 17. I could be wrong. 17? Oh, maybe it was 14 with or whatever. However many years, it's been a long fucking time. But this guy, when you look at Bobby Lashley, you see main. You look at him, you see main event. It took him a long time to get here to grow. He knew the right fit. But like we've been talking about WrestleMania for probably almost a year now. But really, especially like that pocket last year, and then this pocket like the last few months, Bobby Lashley is hitting on all cylinders. The Hurt Business is hitting on all cylinders. This was beautiful. It was well-deserved. And, of course, we're talking about Bobby Lashley becoming the WWE champion. It is, in fact, 17 years. It's, uh, 2005 is when he started. So, WWE. So, there you go, folks. So, that, that, that's him, a man. long time. And, honestly, you know, it's, it's hard because we don't have a moment of silence for The Miz. But I was so excited. The way that they threaded the needle throughout this entire show, I, I, I kind of thought the clock was a kind of a, a used too much kind of thing. They, I like it. No, but, I like it. I like it. It keeps you watching, and they that's why I really, the last two weeks when they've done it, they're like, you know what? Raw is the drizzling shits, but the best part of it, you got the Hurt Business and you got the Miz, so that's, like you said, thread it all the way through, but keep telling us it has to come, because when you do that in WrestleMania, sure, you can maybe flip away for 20 minutes, but they keep you coming back for that top of that hour, and guess what, WrestleMania, if you know anything about ratings, you know when those things hit heavy? Yeah. Top of the hour. Exactly. So they knew what they were doing, it was well done. Um, it's one of those things that they continue to do it, it'll get old, but I think for the last two weeks and having the Miz as this perfect, perfect transitional champion, it worked so well. I still thought they were gonna drag it out to fast lane the more I saw it, because you knew at nine o'clock you're like, they're not having the champion change hands at nine o'clock. Then they do it at ten o'clock. I'm like, well Miz is probably gonna get DQ or counted out. They obviously wanted to count out. Then in the main event, Miz tried to get DQ, which is what I was expecting, but he couldn't pull it off and obviously Lashley just in dominant fashion won. And you know what? Yeah, like you said, The Miz, like, would we have loved to see him hold it more? Of course. But at the same time, like, they had to get this title on Bobby Lashley as soon as possible. You could see it towards the end of his U.S. title run. It's like, man, like, the U.S. title is nice, but this guy might be the best right now. And he needs to be put in a spot where he is the best. 
And so they're like, you know what? We got the Miz. Get out of jail free card. Throw it on him. Bobby Lashley, big champion going into Mania. You get McIntyre likely chasing him again. This was a slam dunk home run, and it was well executed. The one thing we didn't talk about very much, is JC, and I wanted your opinion on it because I thought this was the, the, the glaring highlight in, in, in a lot of ways, was for everybody that ever craps on The Miz, for anybody that ever says anything bad about The Miz, that promo before the actual mm. match where he's backstage, where he goes, you think you're going to have Bobby Lashley go and do all these things for a reality show? You need a host. You need a commentator. You need all this. He, he, laid, he laid, just laid it all out for me as a fan that went, this promo right here in that 30 seconds, 90 seconds, whatever it was, that's why he is where he is and what he does best than anybody else in the world. So for anybody else that was pissing and moaning and grinding all over, you know, whatever the hell it is. Good. Good, because that just elevates The Miz even more. The more people that hate him, WrestleMania, the better for The Miz. So I don't give a fuck. If he, God forbid, if he ever gets the chance to win this again, I hope it's at a point where nobody wants it again, because it makes it that much sweeter, baby. And he'll be back at, you know, facing Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, and it's fine. You know, that's where we're headed, and that's, you know, it's where it is, because he, he knows how to sell that in general, so it's going to work. So that all, that, Exactly. That's the perfect... Having him and Jomo versus those two is the perfect spot. And I will say this, Nestlemania, because we have, like, you more than me. I've, I haven't been defending it, but I've tried not to shit on it as much because I just... Whatever. Randy Orton gave Bad Bunny the nod of approval. And that made me think and be like, for Randy Orton, who, like, doesn't bullshit stuff, to come out and, like, out of nowhere, just shout out this guy and be like, he's bought in. It's like... Maybe I have to start looking at this different because he has been there every week. Of course, granted, we'll see what it looks like in the rain. But if Randy Orton's coming out and defending this guy and putting him over, being like he'd whip, beat the shit out of you, Soldier Boy, just check out Randy Orton's Twitter for more context. Super hot fire today. It makes me that, like, okay, I have to start looking at this different because the way they're doing it, like, Priest is pretty much the one wrestling. Yes, you mentioned last week how he's, like, the bodyguard for it, but... Maybe we got it. We just ourselves got to get past the initial being like, oh my God, a celebrity in there. I'm willing to give it more of a chance now. It's not going to be my favorite, but I'm going to make an effort, WrestleMania, to try. Oh, that's, that's good. All. That's good on you. You're 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 a, you're a person who grows, and I appreciate when that. When Randy Orton speaks, man, yeah. we got to listen. No, like, that's true. There's, there's very few people in the industry who will tell me something like because it's obviously whatever. But like when Randy Orton says something, what for whatever reason, whether you think it's a work or not. I listen because he's Randy Orton. Sure, and that makes perfect sense. So, look, I mean, uh, even our, our boy, uh, my, you know, our, our favorite uh, wrestler of all time, I can hear you slurping. That is disgusting. No, the straw got... Whatever. Anyway. The straw got rubbing against the plastic. Our, 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 our boy, longtime listener, and also a, a friend of the Jobberknocker, uh, Tough Talk Tony Spencer, did say to me he was going to make me a Bad Bunny playlist because he thinks I'm not cultured enough. To make an education decision. Right. Educational decision. Right. So 100% right. I'm waiting on Tough Talk Tony Spencer. Special shout out to Tough Talk Tony Spencer. Go follow him on all his social media. One of the best wrestlers, I think, in the New England scene. Uh, but, you know, he told me that I'm not cultured enough to have, have any opinion on Bad Bunny. So he's supposed to give me a Spotify playlist of his best hits. So we'll see. Sidebar on Tough Talk Tony Spencer. Uh, the, one of the two times I was messing around with you uh, in the ring, he did the perfect, like, little Miz thing in the corner on me. Perfectly executed. And I can tell you one thing, that thing hurts a little bit. Oh, the clothesline? Don't line? feel nice. No, like, you know, yeah, like when he, like, slides in, he, like, he's hanging on the ropes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's where he poses, like, yeah. So, uh, shout out Tough Talk Tony Spencer, and I agree with him. Definitely getting us so many of that playlist, because look it, I don't even know that much about Bad, Bad, Bad Bunny, but I've heard him in other people's songs. It's fine. Sure. And, it's you nice know, job. again, I got to get cultured, so that's what it is. <laughs> get cultured. Get cultured, Nestle. Uh, Look at all this growth, Nestle Mania, in the first five minutes of the pods. What could be left? 
I don't know. I mean, this is the positive part of the show. What else could we possibly do? Uh, so something that I was very positive on, and I think I have to say this before my boy Danny Grimwood in his sport, you know, his, his, his son Leo. I don't know if his son Leo enjoys this part of wrestling because he likes certain wrestlers. But for me and Danny, we always love that thrashing kind of wrestling style. <laughs> Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. At the, it was Guthrie even tweeted it out. At, it wasn't really the beginning of the show, but it was really kind of in the middle of the beginning of the show. They got like forty minutes, like including commercials. Yeah, it like. was a three segment. It was really, it was a Beautiful. long, long match, and those are the physical matches that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think it's never going to be a five star Tokyo Dome, but it is for me a five star, you know, wrestle boner. It is. It is ready. It is exactly what I need it to be. I was super jazzed up about it because it's just one of those things where you think about it. the thing that bothered me uh, before I cut myself off is. I was hoping it would be a fast lane or WrestleMania, but there must be something that they have kind of figured out because you this went from a WrestleMania match to a fast lane match to now a match on Raw, which to me, if that was on either pay-per-view, I thought I would be over the moon excited about this, and I would have been pleasantly surprised because I thought they delivered. So I'm curious, because we don't know, I'm curious what you think maybe what are where are we going? Because they 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 need to like shuffle Drew before he's not getting it till WrestleMania. So like now we're kind of like in this weird holding pattern. Well, so here's here's the weird thing about this because I was actually looking at this like what is fast like two or three weeks away? Yeah, fast lane's like two or three weeks before WrestleMania. So you've noticed it with the card. I think next week it's like getting Drew to Bobby like immediately. I think that's why they move this up. They're like, you know what, Drew and Sheamus would be great at fast lane, but that's too close. We got to start our hype because look what we already have: Reigns and Edge set. Sasha Bianca, set. Charlotte Oscar, we'll talk about that later, pretty much set. So it's like I'm looking, I'm like, well, what's actually going to be on Fastlane? Is it just going to be like random stuff? Because it seems like their top four titles, their WrestleMania matches, they're looking at it like we're six weeks away, and that clearly is when they want to start setting. So by next week, we'll be five weeks. So I think they want to get the freaking headliner of one of the nights, Lashley McIntyre. I think they want those graphics to be able to run every week. So I think that's why they're like, you know what, Drew Sheamus, we're going to give you your, we want to give you a match. And this is something that I think we talked about last week and that I try to bring up quite often. With the three hours of Raw, you have an opportunity to have great matches like this. So it'd be one of those things where it's like, yeah, this would have been great on the pay-per-view with no commercials, but we have to watch this shit for three hours every week. So give us this every now and then because it highlights people. This is probably the longest Sheamus match in a while that we've had in one-on-one, and I loved it. So I'd like to see this be more of a trend, whether it's first hour, second of hour. Be like, you know what? This is a feud that's hot. We're not necessarily going to pay it off on pay-per-view. Let's fucking give them 40 minutes, including commercials. So I love that. Yeah, look, I was excited for it. I just was, it was a head scratcher at the time you're watching it. Like, they're giving it for free. Just shut up, Adam, and enjoy it, you know? But Well, we thought it was going to be like a DQ, right? But they right. actually went through with it, and that made me think, like, okay, Lashley probably is winning tonight, and we're going to have Lashley McIntyre set by the end of next Monday. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't necessarily know if I'm – see – I don't know if I'm just getting old with age and, and just not having enough fun anymore, but... And I'm fun, baby. Yeah, I know, right? I know. No fun muscle. Let's let... let let's, well, at least my kids think I'm fun, so that's all that matters. Um, One of those things, like, it's for anybody. Like, as as you get older, everyone changes, and, sure. like, you... Not necessarily mature, but it's like a type of maturing where it's just you look at some things differently, so it's bound to happen, man. But so so we have this whole thing. We'll go we'll, we'll go very quickly on to SmackDown because there were certain things on SmackDown that I thought were really really well done. I appreciated yep. the fact that Reigns, Reigns came out and did a great promo off the top of the show. It set up Daniel Bryan doing his whole thing about throwing shade, and then Jey Uso had to step up and be the guy, and then they kind of interjected the whole thing. And so through the night, you know, you have to throw, of course, some random stuff in there. But at the end, 
here's here's what I thought was an A effort, which would have been A plus for me, and I think it would have been interesting. So I, this is maybe you can clarify for me, JC, because sometimes I'm fast forwarding or I'm I'm dealing with so many things it's hard for me to catch up with what's going on. Originally, there was supposed to be an Edge, Daniel Bryan, Jay Uso, and and Roman Reigns tag match. I don't know if that was supposed yes. to be on SmackDown or if in a fast lane. I was a little confused on the whole thing. Yeah, I was at first too because it wasn't clear. I guess I'm assuming that it was supposed to be uh, on Friday, uh, but I it could have easily been at Fastlane. But that's why when Pierce made that comment, be like, "Oh, a championship match is much bigger than a tag match." To me, that made it seem like like okay, they were gonna have a tag team main event tonight, but they feel like this championship match would be bigger. But it also could have been Fastlane too, like you said, because Edge wasn't really compete dressed to wrestle. But at the same time, it was the beginning of the show. We see like obviously the Miz did that on Monday. He wasn't dressed and got dressed. So yeah, it definitely wasn't clear, but it at least like that. When he made that comment being like, oh, yeah, championship match is bigger than a random tag match. I was like, okay. So it made me think it was Friday. But, yeah, they didn't do a really good job saying when that was supposed to be. But I guess in the end, it didn't really matter as much. So here's here's what I would have liked for a caveat because the ending was kind of like, eh, you know, they beat him up and it wasn't, a, you know, it was a count out or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, really, you know, what, and it's just like, okay. So what happens, what I would have preferred and I think would have been more intriguing for me from a storyline standpoint would have been like, okay, you painted this entire picture where you had Edge being upset that Daniel Bryan could be a spoiler because he was going to face Reigns at WrestleMania. You have Reigns upset that this is happening and Jey Uso asked to, to, to basically defend his honor against Daniel Bryan. What I would have preferred, and it would have been one of those moments where you went like, okay, it sets up Fastlane, it sets up all sorts of stuff and in and, and WrestleMania in an intriguing way, Reigns and Edge look at each other and go, yeah, I want to fucking PC you at WrestleMania. Of course I want to fucking PC you at WrestleMania. This little shit right here, he's going to stop that. They team up together, and they make that uh, not a problem. You know what I mean? And that way it's like they squash it. Now, I know you'd have something to fast lane to like make a big deal about it, but I would have preferred to have Edge for one night only and Roman Reigns work together to make that kind of squash. I think that would have been more important because then you go, okay, now I'm looking at it like, okay, Daniel Bryan's pissed at Edge, so you have that set up when Edge wins. You have... Roman Reigns getting to do his Roman Reigns thing where he just stops somebody from getting to the next level. It does a lot for character work in general. I would have preferred that. I know they probably couldn't do that because they're WWE and they don't think that way sometimes, but I would have loved that. I think that that would have been a, a, just a little bit of thing where it's like, no, 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 no. The boys are talking. Like, we have a WrestleMania main event here. You're not playing spoiler. We're, we're going to spoil it for you. I think that would have been intriguing. Yeah, I just think they love the buddy-buddy thing that they got going with Edge and Brian, like, you know, the sort of thing right now. But What do you think they do? Do a buddy cop film and then give them tag titles? Don't joke about that in WrestleMania because we know how they love giving single stars tag titles. So don't don't you go joking about that. But, yeah, no, it was uh, – I'm, I'm assuming we're probably going to eventually get Reigns versus Brian at Fastlane for them just trying to, like, make it interesting going into WrestleMania. But I would be shocked if they actually made that a triple threat because I feel like they want to keep Reigns Edge one on one because they can always go to Edge Bryan later in the year. They have they'll have Edge Cesaro in the bag and that way they can turn Edge heel maybe, which is where we want him at this point. But he's just got to get through and have the moment first. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I, overall I enjoyed a lot of this because I thought the promos were strong. Yeah, and I mean there weren't honestly I think this was a week on SmackDown where I thought SmackDown wasn't as strong as Raw. I, mm, it's tough because Raw, it was really only like the, the Lashley missed, which was obviously was the show the match was good, but everything else on Raw besides the, like the two things we already talked about, I thought was the drizzling shits. Whereas on SmackDown, like I'm looking at the rest of my shine notes, I pretty much have most of the stuff mentioned there is like, I didn't hate it. I actually kind of like some of it. And something that I'll bring up is, uh, this Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin dynamic. 
every week I'm just enjoying it. It's obviously it's pretty much come to an end, but I like that they got another week out of it because they're like back and forth. It's kind of like that thing you always ask for where you have the brute, but then you have like the goofy guy and it's just, they, they play off each other very well. So I enjoyed them together, obviously. And it gave someone else for the street profits to win against to continue their gripe to get uh, their match again, eventually at the SmackDown tag team championships again. But I will say the, uh, the spot of the week was probably the Tez flip over Sammy to take out Corbin. That visual was something I could watch over and over. Again. Oh yeah. It was wonderful. Wonderful stuff. The, the, the odd, the odd thing is the tag teams in SmackDown are just so freaking odd. They're just, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. Like Otis and Gable beating Ray and Dominic, which was like, it was I, a squash. Otis yeah. squashed Ray Mysterio. I was excited for it. He literally squashed him. He jumped off the road, squashed him. And that was it. Yeah. Jobber alert. Three it was a job alert. Actually, it was not, it was not a jobber alert. It was over three oh, minutes. Really? I calculated oh, it. Wow. Yes. It was just barely. The, there were plenty of jobber alerts. Like we can talk about, I'm sure in the heat, but it's just, there's so many things that I was just like, wow, there's a lot of non-wrestling happening on in the show. Like quick we non-wrestling. Didn't... I know we didn't really, we kind of like mentioned it last week, but didn't get too much into it. What do you think of Otis and Gable being like, because Otis is like full heel the last two weeks. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because it's obviously a massive change for him. Well, it's fun to watch it because there's another layer to him, but I just, I couldn't understand how it's like, they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a uh, Gable's prize pupil. And I'm like, where, where? He's, it's, it's, it's only people, but okay. Well, we've seen Gable trying to recruit people for a while yeah. now. He, fi- he finally found someone dumb enough to. <laughs> dumb enough to, to, to I mean I, I so I think logically if it, it's odd to me I would I would have preferred I guess you gotta add some seasoning as you would say but it's just we have the dirty dogs who are just sitting there staring at a thing so I assume the, nat- the street profits right so <laughs> like is the natural progression dirty dogs street profits and then Otis and Gable winning I don't know because honestly well, the other thing is, is you still like you obviously have the Mysterios which are teaming they're obviously they keep losing to these guys and then there might be some other teams, but eventually Jimmy's going to come back and, you know, the Usos are probably going to be the top tag team again. So at some point, I would think that maybe they're kind of dragging this out because they're going to do Street Profits, Dirty Dogs at Mania. So then maybe Jimmy makes his return and then we get in the Street Profits, Usos, which uh, inject that all the way in me because I want it. <laughs> I could take that one little thing because it was so vague and place it anywhere I want. So just, you know. That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. No, look, I, they, it's odd to me because I was excited for Otis. I think that's cool. I think Gable deserves it. So I just, I'm excited to see the Mysterio squashed like bugs any day. So I'm excited for that, you know? Oh, leave. Well, whatever. Dominic didn't get squashed. It's a positive. Ah. It's a positive. So the last positive I have on my sheet from this week is uh, I love the Seth Cesaro stuff. Like, I think this has been well done. And the more I watch of this, Seth is the perfect guy. If there's ever going to be a guy to actually elevate Cesaro to become a world champion, I think Seth Rollins is the guy he has to step on and get that big boost out of. So I'm all for this. I do hope they save it for Mania and don't like do it at Fastlane because Seth and Cesaro could be like the because every year at WrestleMania there's one match where you look at and all the wrestling nerds on Twitter like they're double handing themselves like all night long. <laughs> this is the match. Oh no, it absolutely is, and I think uh, to to echo what you just said about the uh, there's one guy to get him there. It is him. I mean, it's his friend. He he said in the promo himself, "We are friends. I got to the top of the echelon. I know what to do to help you get to where you want to be." And no, you know, obviously they have to face each other, but it's just if he can't get him there, or he can't get him to, or or, or lead some type of way to Cesaro to get him to the door. You know what I mean? Like he's got to walk yeah. through the door. But Seth Rollins is is like literally the br- the blueprint. He was the ROH guy, and that like they're both ROH guys. So it's just uh, 
this is like, and I hate to do this, but it's like the roller coaster of all your favorite guys where you're just like, is it this time? No. Is it this time? No. So now you get to the time where it actually might be, and you're kind of like, eh, this doesn't feel right. Yeah, you're skeptical, but I think that that honestly is going to add to it because we've seen in the last couple of years the guys who finally get there, Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston. It's just, it's, and Daniel Bryan, obviously, like his was a little bit longer ago and was a little different, but it's just like, it feels so much sweeter because of that. So it's like, it sucked, but at the same time, like, like this is why it's like this such a good story here. And Seth is his heel character is it's clicking on all cylinders. You know when I'm talking this positive view about him, you know he's clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, you definitely have been a, a Seth Shamer. Ah, 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 ah. Oh yeah, because he so. deserved it most of his career. But now, like he's he's got he's got that daddy swag, baby. He's got that baby swag. He's got that daddy so drip. Yeah. Feed off it. Yeah. That daddy drip, absolutely. Yeah. Daddy drip. Yeah. Although I, I got to say that outfit was something that just gave me nightmares. Like I was looking at it, going like, he Miami Vice no shirted, and it. then he I just he looks like somebody dunked him in butter and let him just go out on stage. He just it is just I cannot in the in the life of me wonder why why. Like, I actually tweeted out, I don't think ever that Becky Lynch or Seth Rollins would ever come back at the Jobber Knocker or Nestlemania on Twitter. Follow both of them, please. However, I did say, I can't believe Becky Lynch let him walk out of the house like that because he looked ridiculous. Now, I know it's part of the gimmick, but I, I, I'd like to think that that guy walks around like that all the time. Like, I, I know he probably doesn't, but I, in, my, in my world, he does. If I had that um, torso, I'd probably walk around with a shirt with just an Hair? under jacket all the time. You hairy torso? No, if I had that torso. No, I, he's got a lot of hair, like, on this torso. So just... what? I'd shave it off. I'm just saying. He's in shape, bro. Okay. If I was him or Finn Balor, I would never wear a shirt either. It would be those zipper things that they wear. I'd never fucking wear a shirt. Okay. Why would I? I don't know. I'm just saying. It's weird. You're weird. Anything else? You, you want any get... other shine, bro? Because I don't. I'm sure I'm thinking of something, but you know what? If it, it doesn't, uh, I'll I'll talk about it later on the program. Let's get Heedy. <laughs> So I can get real negative real quickly, or, or I can I can let you lead if you'd like for once. Um. So I'll bring this up now because it's again we've talked. I think we've talked about this like the hints, especially a lot last week. Where when we get there, we're gonna like it. But that bronze segment was one of the weirdest things I have ever watched. I think it sucked. Shane McMahon talked way too much. Like you talk about Adam Pearce being too much in your TV. Well, guess what? He was just following Shane McMahon around who just was talking and not making sense. And they were after that segment, they were hating on visuals of him for so long. I was just, I guess the positive is that I couldn't look away because I was so fucking just like at a loss of what was going on. Cause I think it was really bad, but it was so bad that maybe it kind of worked a little bit, but it was just so fucking bad that like, what the fuck, man? No, I get you. I get you. Trust me. I, I, I was waiting. <laughs> all I could think about was, oh, God, as as I saw Shane sweating and talking, all I could think about was he's going to make this a tag match, Playa, and then it's going to be with Adam Pierce. So the other thing that... What do you mean? Yeah. So, I, so here's the other thing, too, is like, again, I, I watched very, very specifically. I can't remember, but they did advertise a match for, at the bottom of the screen, a lower third, that had a question mark uh, person with Braun. But I'm pretty sure it said tag match. I'm not sure if it said tag team title match. But if they did, it's just like weird that they had a promo later saying like something was already a tag team title match. And then they said, oh, we'll make it a tag. It's just the WWE way of promoting is just backwards in general. I don't understand it. 8.58, 58 p.m. Yeah. WrestleMania. Whatever. I'm just saying like you, st- you talk about promotions a lot of the time on the program about how they, they're weird about it. This just seems very odd with the lower. Like they don't promote it. It's just like when you're in the program itself, they promote in it. So it's like you already have me. Why aren't you promoting these other matches? I don't know. Yeah. But 
is what it is, I guess. But anyway, so we get to the part of the actual tag match, and I was thinking that, oh my god, did a body of did a body part of mine clinch up? I just I was sitting there. Braun Strowman won it with a ten year old, like they reminded me. No, I know, I know, and I thought to myself, you're like, oh my god, Adam Pearce. Yes, that's exactly where my brain went. I went, no, please don't give him this championship. Please don't give him this championship. Please don't give him this championship. Uh, But so then, of course, in true Adam Pearce fashion, the man, the myth, the legend, he got rolled up by your boy Shelty B, and then rolled out of there because he knew he was going to get his ass handed to him by the Strowman. He did that perfectly, by the way. Like that was, I know you love the shit on Adam Pearce, but like he. He is overexposed, but he fucking plays his role perfectly, like ninety nine percent of the time. So here's 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 He always makes himself look like the asshole. Do you think that's why I kinda like him? But do you think that at this point that he is going to find himself at WrestleMania against Braun or is it just Shane and Braun? I think it has to be Shane versus Braun. Maybe Pierce is involved, but the weird thing about this storyline is that it sure seems like Shane definitely doesn't like Braun for whatever reason, but at the same time, like he doesn't seem to really like Adam Pierce because every week, like, it's such a different dynamic where on SmackDown, like, we think Sonya's going behind his back, but you can't really tell. But Shane doesn't really go there, so it's just Pierce and Sonya. So Pierce is kind of like the alpha for now. But on Raw, like, he's just the puppy dog to Shane McMahon, who just out of nowhere came back and is the authority figure. So Pierce is just kind of like the puppy behind him. And Shane's just like, oh, you want to go play? Here, go play with the monster and get eaten at him. It's like he's enjoying it. So it's a very, that's why I say it's a very weird dynamic because it's just like I can't get a read on Shane. And then obviously after the segment, he's like looking around like all quizzically. It's like either he's a really bad actor, which he, he definitely is, or this is just horrible writing, which it definitely is. So I think I just answered my own question. Yeah, I think you just beat yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so here's here's my other uh, caveat to the whole thing. It was just like, okay. So first off, they're giving vernacular to Braun in that promo where he clearly stumbled again, which is yeah, you say goofy enough as it is, you can forgive it, and it is what it is. But I think he like he he said some word that was like clearly it was like it was like a word of the day calendar word where like he knew what it was and he still missed it. And then he needs to watch Sesame Street more often. Yeah, yeah, he is Big Bird. He is Big Bird. Imagine we need to find a way to have Big Bird in like Strowman animation. But. So anyway, we get to the whole point of like the tag match. Here's the thing that I'm just confused on. So Adam Cole gets rolled up. Adam Cole, excuse me, Adam Pierce. Freudian slip on that. Adam Pierce gets rolled up. Braun just stands there all sweaty and just stares at Shane and there's no altercation. So it's just like he didn't put his hand on him because he got suspended before. Or it's just like Shane didn't seem like he was going to run away because Adam Pierce ran away. Shane didn't. And then they're just like they're like too close in the vicinity of each other. And it's just it, it, it didn't it didn't look television wise correct. And like framing yeah. and, and it just felt like and then like they both walked the same way and like a comedic way where it was just like if they're both angry at each other wouldn't they want to have space they just kind of like were like okay you go and we're off you know? yeah and brian literally said to him like you're gonna regret this i'm gonna wreak havoc and then he i was waiting all night for a backstage segment where yeah. brian was wreaking havoc and then he didn't so it's like okay we have six weeks they're clearly gonna drag this out but yeah that's why again that's another reason why this is in the heat is because everything about this segment it was just so poorly poorly put together but the only reason they kept me from turning it off like some other segments on the show was because I'm like, Braun Shane's going to be a fucking car wreck at Mania and it's probably going to cut up the spot of the night. Right. So it's just like, they just got to get us there. But man, it's like, this was, this was fucking a steaming pile of poop. It just feels like if you could omit certain things from your brain, this would be one of them. You know, you just, yeah. you, you just stuck when three hours of, of stuff and you're just like, jeez. Not every, not yeah. everything's. This is a letdown. This is, you know, they bring you back up and later on with Lashley winning and stuff. So, you can't have it all. But it's just 
for me, I was thinking to myself, I almost like every time I want to see this, it's just like, okay, we know what we want. We want Shane McMahon showing up in a car. We want Braun destroying it. If that doesn't happen in six weeks, we're missing out. <laughs> Do we want Shane McMahon backstage doing something and he gets locked in a dumpster? That's not going to friggin' happen. You know, like these are things that you want the Braun-esque stuff to lead up to WrestleMania. I want Braun at WrestleMania to throw him off the side or something. Yes. That's that's all. Like, like kind of like what the, the, the bump Miz took, but like Braun actually throwing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, you 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 want you want wrestling crime to be taken. That's exactly what you want. You want a, a committed wrestling crime is what you really I want mean. the best fall guy of all time to fall at WrestleMania. But with like a little more force because Braun threw him. Yes, that's exactly. all I want. We're probably gonna get it. Yeah. Oh maybe maybe that's why the ship will be there. You never know. Like maybe they think it's maybe they maybe can walk the plank. I don't know. We'll find out. But it's just so it's the car wreck that you're willing to watch, like you said, but it's just I I don't think that Shane McMahon to me is as big of a draw as he used to be. Like, I I think that it's one of those things where if you look at it from a perspective from the 90s and the 2000s, you say, Shane McMahon, okay, this guy's nuts. But now you get to a point of, like, he's, like, 50 years old, he's still nuts. But he's, you know, he's talking about his MBA and all these courses he's taken and stuff, and all I could think about was, there's, there's he's, he's just one, he's, he's just evil Knievel. He's doing one big kaboom, then he's done. You know, it's just... Yeah, so I think that he kind of falls in the category of, like, the, like the guys like the Undertaker that come back, it's like he's not a Shane's not a big deal for us anymore. But the random people who tune in around WrestleMania, they see Shane McMahon's fighting, they're gonna be like, Oh, I wanna see that. Like the people who don't watch yeah. that often, but watch the big stuff. And that's literally why Shane comes back. It's why Undertaker comes back. It's why AW sucking stinks cock. It's it's to get those people. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna or, talk about Sting later because he's wrestling on Sunday. No, we didn't even man. we didn't even talk about the Big Show news, but that's fine. That's fine. To. It's whatever. It's it's not that big of a Big Show. When we talk about Shaq, we'll probably talk about Big Show. How yeah, it is that? what it is. Uh, something else that I thought was very meh, and you're you know as a as a staunch sta- staunch Sasha supporter, that's hard to say. That's alliteration, baby. You may not like this, but I thought this segment was terrible. I thought that they didn't even have Oscar out there. They did. They made an Oscar well, package. She's injured. Do you not see what happened to her? No, I know, Fucking but I'm just saying. Took her teeth so out, here's here's the thing that I was. So here's the thing. You you have Roman Reigns talk about Edge and all this crap, and they whisper to each other, and then of course there's a spear, and he points at the sign and his pyro. Right? There's a physicality to it. Too though. What? Oh, that lame too though. Last week. I'm just saying. There's some I think business. you just hate the motherfucking sign. That's no. what this is all about. Maybe. Maybe I'm a sign shamer. <laughs> is that what you're going to tell me? I'm a sign shamer. <laughs> you're a sign shamer. There you go. There you go. No, look. So, so here's the thing. Like, it, it felt like a wet fart to me because it was just, it was so odd where it was just like, so Bianca comes out with all the swagger and she's doing her thing and she's like, I can do whatever I want, blah, 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 blah. They show the package of both champions. She sits there. Sasha comes out, which clearly Sasha's a heel. She can't be a baby face. It just doesn't work. And she's just Sasha, which is fine. And that's it, nothing against her. It's just like, it's just like I pick Sasha. Like she's a friggin' prize at, at, a, at a price is right. And you just point to the sign and the pyro goes off. It gave me nothing. No excitement, no momentum. All momentum was stopped. It was like the, the wave had just stopped. And it, was, it just feels like they have to rebuild this entire thing now. Instead of keeping the momentum, they just put a wall up and was like, okay, I guess this is where we're starting now. We're going to start all over again and rebrand it. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. For somebody that had such great, from her 24 documentary to winning the wrestle, sorry, winning the Royal Rumble to getting all that kind of, like she started to peter off a little bit because they couldn't do a lot until a certain point. 
but then she just sits there and points at the friggin' sign and the pyro goes off. The pyro was ridiculous too. It wasn't even like it was like it was like you congratulate you know when you like you click on a, an ad or something and it's like congratulations, you just won hundred dollars and it's clearly spam. That's what it felt like for me. Like it was just it didn't make any sense for me at all. Like I'm watching it going, the pyro did the pop of the pyro didn't connect with the, the the actual thing like oh my god bianca versus sasha which in in theory should be a big deal and it is but the way that it came together was just like come on you can well, do better than two, that there's two things here first of all how dare you put a reginald segment in the heat shame on you uh second of all wwe just doesn't know how to book baby versus baby well they never have they struggled with it and that's the other problem here is like we know sasha's better as a heel if you want this feud to be awesome, you flip her as a heel. But I don't know if they're going to do that because I think Sasha might be in this like John Cena, Roman Reigns for a time where it's just purgatory, where it's like, she's just going to be Sasha and people are going to cheer, but we're not going to make you want to boo her really, you know, but there might be some people who boo her, but we're not going to overly make you do it. So it's going to be awkward. And Bianca is just so much of her character is that swagger and bravado where like, She's best when she's kind of teetering on heel, too. So it's just you have these two people that are kind of in no woman's land, and they don't know how to book it to begin with. And then they're like, well, we need to get the stuff for the package. So we got to get the corny fireworks. we got to get the corny sign point. So it did. Yeah, like uh, there, was, there was a lot of bad gaga in this segment, not good gaga. Um, I think if they didn't do the fucking bullshit at the end with the point and the thing, I don't think we'd be as sour on it because um, I didn't think it was like the worst thing in the world. Um, cause you know, any, t- like Reginald does a good job of just, I think bringing everything like a little, like extra something. That's why I want him with Sasha full time. And I think he could really help in this feud be kind of a thing that gets in Bianca's way. And then you could have Bianca beat the shit out of him too, to make her look strong. But yeah, no, this week, this was definitely not well executed at all. It just, I, they need to figure it out because like you said, like this match, this is Bianca's moment to really solidify herself, and Sasha's the person to talk about Seth setting up Cesaro. Sasha, whether she wins or loses, like this is a springboard for Bianca to like really get her over that hump because she's teetering. She's on the line right now, but she needs that push to clear it, and Sasha's the person to do it. So they've got to figure it out because for the next six weeks, they cannot have a dead feud and kill this momentum. Oh, they already killed it, in my opinion. So it's just it's well, just you hard. give up on things immediately. So I, you're you're a man. I don't quit. I just know. I just know when it's worth putting you my attention. No, I'm not. I'm not a quitter. You're never... a quitter when it comes to wrestling. No, that's when not true. Wrestling. That's not true. When watching I... wrestling. No, that's not true at all. I've watched wrestling since I was three years old. I've never quit. No, but I mean a quitter on certain things. You'd be like, oh no, I'm out on this. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's not quitting. That that's just knowing when you can't. Yeah, watch. you quit. You're quitting. You're quitting your attention on it. That's quitting, Brick. No, it's not. Not me. Yeah, it is. That's not even Brick. a full word. Go, Brick. Brick. Brick's a word. Brick. Get this. Is it Brick. in the dictionary? Yeah. Brick. B R. I-H, That's not a word. I, I refuse word, to acknowledge it. Get cultured, Brit. Anyway, so we're going to do a jobber alerts real quick. Uh, Naomi lost oh, very boy. quickly against uh, Naya in very fast fashion. We're going to move over to the Retribution six-man tag, which was three minutes or less. So you're four. It, well, actually, you know what? I, I Sorry, Ali technically was not a jobber, but it was like very close to teetering. I was time-wise. so that was two matches, right? Yes, it was Riddle, matches. Riddle versus I Ali afterwards. That, and all of a sudden, it had Ali pinning Riddle. I was like, wait, I thought it was a six-man tag. I just, right. but I didn't bother going back because I didn't care. Well, it was like, it's like Riddle's not necessarily <laughs> losing that matchup, but he is, and it's just, I don't know how to feel about this, but it's just. So the Naomi thing is like whatever. It's just she's just there getting beat up. By the way, that powerbomb choke slam thing that that Nia did was badass. I that was a cool thing I hadn't seen. So that was cool. Um, 
But the retribution stuff didn't make any sense. I mean, of course, Miz lost in like three, four minutes or whatever. But like, when you look at the retribution stuff, it was just, oh my God, it's so quick. Like, it just, boom. And it was six people too. So it was just, it was rough, real rough. And then, of course, Mustafa Ali wins with everybody's help. It was just like four people just on every side of the apron helping him win. So I will say the only positive, because like I said, I fast forwarded the entire thing, didn't even know what happened, didn't care. But on Twitter, Mustafa Ali says, I bet you never thought you'd see someone with this name, the name Mustafa Ali, as U.S. champion. I'm like, okay, you just got me into a feud with him and Riddle, even though I didn't watch it. It's like, again, it's one of it's this thing we talk about retribution all the time. It's like, I see something on Twitter and it kind of pulls me in. Then I watch it on TV and I'm like, okay, I'm out. It's like, they, I don't know. So I just, I can't get excited for it. If there were two different versions of the WWE where you could have like a wrestling show on Twitter... Based on your WWE wrestling feud. Dark. Yeah, exactly. And then you have Monday Night Raw where they don't talk about social media and they just have their crappy matches, then you'd be okay. But on this particular episode, no. Because they always have to pull in from both and they don't know how to assimilate in general. So it's just, it's hard. And like you guys have said constantly on the thread and on Twitter, Retribution on Twitter, super hot fire. Retribution on WWE programming, blanket. Yeah. So... T-Bar, T-Bad, whatever his T-Bag name is. I don't know. T-Bad. You're still your best type of Yeah. <laughs> and then Mace, not the guy that was a rapper. And then, of course, uh, Slapjack, which there's no need to make fun of because that gives you all you need. It just, you know, the Lucha Bros, uh, not non-Lucha Bros, excuse me, because you get upset every time I talk about it. Bro. <laughs> the Pinata Boys. The Pinata Boys. The Pinata. Uh, there's got to be a P word for, for weed, but I can't think of it. PP. No. PP Pinata boy. You could call them. You could call them the marijuana marachi band if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the marijuana marachi. I love it. Yeah, Man. it's exactly what they are. It's just the stupid high guys, you know. But whatever, it's fine. Oh. It's just hard. It's just. It's just that there's so much crap. Like they have so many good things, and then it's just like so many bad things. It's just like they cancel each other out. Ugh. Ugh. Anything else that really upsets you? Um, well, just quickly, Tamina beat Liv, because that's all what we wanted. I don't really care. That got a long Charlotte, time, by the way. That got a long time. They did. I was surprised. I don't know why, but they did, and I still didn't care. Yeah. Tamina, what are you uh, going to say? What about your girl, the shoveler? You know, first she was like, you know, I came back. I wanted to be in the tag title because I didn't want the championship, which is a lie. That's stupid. No one should ever say that. Bad writing. And then she goes, oh, no, I want the championship. So, Oscar, there's no one else because no one else in the division matters except for me. And I was like, damn it, this is the Charlotte that I want. It's her being a fucking bitch. Give me bitch, Charlotte. But then she was going back to being respectful. I was like, no, 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 fuck this. Cut off the fucking cord, man. People already fucking hate Charlotte. Just fucking make them hate Charlotte. Enough with this fucking tweener bullshit with her. Fucking full metal to the pedal, to the fettle, to the fiddle, to the whittle. Make her the fucking meanest person on the world because nobody likes her anyways stop with this bullshit if i have a fucking six-week respect feud being like ask is the best i respect her oh charlotte's the best i respect her i'm gonna fucking just a fucking jump off a cliff i just i don't want it make her a fucking bitch sorry that's it so here's 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 my logic on this whole thing <laughs> i don't know why it take it took me this long and i was watching this match very carefully against Shayna baszler she did not she being charlotte did not sell at all. And I went back in my head. I'm like, I can't remember the last time she sold for something. And so now all I'm going to be thinking about is uh, the match could be amazing. I'm wondering if she's selling because honestly, part of your job is to sell for somebody. She gave no, no give 
to Shayna Baszler, who is a legitimate athlete, who is a legitimate badass. And it was just like, why? Why aren't you selling her punches? Why aren't you selling the submissions? Why aren't you going, ow, my arm or my fingers or whatever she was doing to you? Because that's a believability. All I could think about was, got to get my chops in. Got to get my, you know, it's just, it, it just looks bad. Like, I know you get to a certain point and you just do certain things, but you can't get to a point where you're just like, I'm not going to sell for this person, are you? Like, can you really get Le- to that point? Legitimate question, because I don't know. This is just, just spitballing, because I don't have a defense for it, because, yeah, she, she, I, it was noticeable. Um, since Shayna fucking took Asuka's uh, tooth out, do you think Charlotte was being like, fuck you for hurting my friend, I'm not going to sell for you? I mean, you guys always make fun of me for saying this, but this isn't, this isn't ballet. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> you always get mad when we say it. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, like, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because we hear like all the time, like some people, like it's like, no, I'm not going to fucking put you over after this shit you do. I'm going to make you look bad. I don't know. I, you, can just, sandbag, I you can sandbag somebody by. Don't you just sandbagging her for being like, fuck, you just fucking knocked Oscar's tooth out, you bitch. I mean, AJ Styles beat up the Miz and his tooth went flying a couple of years ago and nobody said anything to AJ Styles, so you know. Well, AJ Styles and Shayna Baszler is a little different cachet. I'm just saying. I think. I'm just saying. Respect wise, who knows? I don't know. So that's what I mean. It's like I, again, I don't. I thought it was noticeable in this match. In the match, was whole, like that's why it was just one of those things. It's like because I get a lot of the time Charlotte no sells because she's supposed to be the queen, blah blah blah. But it's like if there's anyone you should sell for, it should probably be the former MMA fighter that probably if you had a legitimate fight would probably break your fucking tooth. Exactly. And I mean, she broke but, her fucking tooth. So, I mean, it makes more sense, but it's just, yeah, I couldn't in the life of me wonder why that was a thing. So for me, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to be really <laughs> not harping over and over. That's on my soapbox, but I mean, I'm going to be watching her cause she needs to learn how to like go back to what brought her to the dance. Cause Nestle's got the microscope out. He's ready for you, Charlotte. Oh yeah. Like she's really worried about me. Uh, yeah. You may have deflated, but there ain't no hiding from Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Adam? <laughs> Who the fuck is Adam? Uh, no, but it's just, it's hard. It's just really, really hard. So, uh, look, let's move on to something else that makes you very upset, or we can move on to the Get Hopeful. It's up to you. Choose your own adventure. I don't like Elias, but that's all, really. I, don't, I just don't care Bad about Bunny and anymore. Elias is a thing in itself, and the whole reason that thing got two or three segments was because of Bad Bunny. Anything else? You're, you're high if you don't think that's true. So... It's good for Damian Priest, which, like, granted, like, neither of us are super high on him, but, like, I think, like, there's definitely, like, an appeal with him. So, again, he's another guy that's, like, this is one of those things he's not my cup of tea, sure. but I don't like the shit on him. So I'm glad that he's getting an opportunity because we talk about these NXT guys. A lot of times when they get called up, it's really quick, and then they drop them. He seems to be someone they seem to be investing in a little bit, and the Bad Bunny thing is working out for him. Sure. But, man, Elias and Riker is just, like, the complete opposite because it's just, like... I don't care. I don't want to watch it. I just turn it off. Sure. Just me, though. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand that. So, is what is the other thing I wanted to say really quickly is to when I see Damian Priest, it's like they took Razor Ramon, they took Diesel, they put them together, and they were like, let's sprinkle some goth. That's exactly what the recipe is. Yeah, bow and arrows. Yeah, barren arrows. Yeah, barren arrows. Excuse me, bow and arrows. <laughs> barren arrows. Barren arrows. It is what it is. It's just, there's too many alike things. I mean, there's a little Roman Reigns here. There's a little Diesel, little, you know, it's just, it's just a little everything. But whatever. It is what it is. Anything else you want to get hopeful? We can get hopeful. We can get hopeful. Glorious. Glorious. You're my only hope. Would you like me to go first? You don't have one. Well, you lazy <laughs> son of a bitch. I've been prepared the last couple months. And so I'm due a week where I don't have I'm one. I'm due a week. I'll have 
have one by the time you're done your 20-minute rant. So go. Start the clock. All right, here's my hope, right? Fast lane is upon us. I think this is this is something that I would love to see close the show on Fastlane. Personally, since we know we're not going to get a lot of tag matches, I think we should have a Randy Orton Alexa Bliss showdown. I think we get to a point where something with what happened this week with the the whole Randy Orton demon in the television thing was awesome. I thought that was so cool. And I think okay, we're clearly not getting the physical you know, Bray Wyatt until WrestleMania, they're going to make you wait. But like, here's the, here's the detective in me where I was just like, he goes, you're going to pay for every, everybody's going to know you're, you're going to go through everything, Randy, which made me go, okay, we are rewinding everything that's ever happened to Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt in the fun house match again at WrestleMania, which I think is what they should do. A cinematic match makes more sense to do at WrestleMania than anything else. Maybe you do a little bit in the ring, maybe you don't do a little in the ring, whatever. But like this, this of all things deserves to be cinematic because it deserves every aspect of it. But what I would think into the point of what we're doing is we've had the spit up blood or spit up black phlegm or whatever. We had this week with Demon Randy and all that stuff. All I could think about was at Fastlane, right? We got to have something to sell for Fastlane. There's not a marquee matchup. It's like two weeks away. It's just like a throwaway thing. If you have a showdown where you just say, okay, the end of the night, we're going to have Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. It's going to pique enough interest to be like, okay, something's going to happen here. And I think having him end Fastlane, end Fastlane with lighting her on fire would be just phenomenal. I think having that would just be like, okay, now we're set. We're like literally lighting the match for this match. Like this is, this is the explosion for the next three to five weeks. And I think that this is... I think it, it, it has to be because all I could think about was, and you made a perfect case for it earlier, JC, when you said this, six weeks, we have to we have to keep pumping out all these graphics, right? So Fastlane's kind of like an afterthought or just like a speed bump, as we usually say. This is the part where it's like, okay, there's not going to be a lot of title defenses unless it's going to be United States or an IC or tag titles or women's tag team. You know, like those are the ones that can, can move around real quick. Those big titles you talked about, they're not going to get a lot of play. Like, yeah, there might be a Randy Orton or, or I mean, sorry, Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan thing, but we already know the outcome. It's a thing. But if you end the show with Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss and you make everybody wait the rest of the night, I think that's a way for me to go, okay, Fastlane isn't just a fast forward. This is a moment where I'm like, okay, is he going to light her on fire? Because that's all he has to do. That's all he has to do is light her on fire finally. And then physically we see it, even even if it's the way I talked about it and I hated how it went down or whatever. Maybe they'll do it better. But I would I think that that's where we're headed. We have to do it because you have to get through Alexa to get to the fiend, right? So I think that this is the inevitable. We we've gotten to it so much that this is a checkpoint for me. This is what we have to do. We have to get ready for WrestleMania. And I think that Alexa is doing a great job. Even if she doesn't go away or she's burned to a crisp or has crazy makeup or whatever they can do for the next whatever, they need to do it. Even if it's part of her that's burnt, she's only half burnt, like two-faced. That's fine too. Something. Whatever. Make it happen. Because that's this is the most interesting thing they've got going on that isn't a title. So you got to make it worth something for me because I'm ready for it. So that's my hope. Hashtag Nestle's hopes come true. Hashtag Nestle knows. Hashtag light bliss on fire. Well, I've been begging for that match, Orton Bliss. I just want the visual Nestlemania of Orton RKOing her. I just want to see it because she's so little. Just to see him Didn't he do it though. Yeah, but I want another one. Oh, okay. I, I want it like over and over again. I want him. To, I want him to pin her. Oh, one, okay. two, three. 
Okay. I want the, like you said, the graphic. I want it all, man. But also, like, another side note, when they did the Orton thing, I'm like, what if Fastlane was Randy Orton versus Randy Orton? Don't <laughs> do that. Don't say that. <laughs> and they do a cinematic match. <laughs> it's only one way to derail everything, and that's that, that right there. That would be the most WWE thing ever. And so, you know what? That's probably what they're going to do in Royal Hopes and Dreams. But my hope, WrestleMania, is I was thinking, I'm like, who doesn't have spots that you like WrestleMania that probably deserves them? Kevin Owens has had a hell of a few months, but where's he going to end up? Because, you know, he just, he's been kind of Roman Reigns' punching bag for a while. It's like, maybe they do like a multi-man like ladder match or something like that. They can throw him in there. But it's also like, what's something we haven't seen in a while that I think we could be ready for? Because it's one of those things, it's two of those things, like you, you throw them against the wall and they somehow connect with each other. There's another guy on SmackDown who's been doing a lot of good stuff who also... May not have a dance partner unless if there's a multi-man match. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, part 15. Give it to me. You t- I talked about Seth Cesaro being a WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania. There's two fucking nights of WrestleMania, as I mentioned. It's too big for one night for the second year in a row. So that means I need two double hand jobs for the fucking nerd. And we got Seth Cesaro one night. KO Sammy the other night. It'll work out perfectly. Sammy's heel characters clicking on all cylinders with the documentary. Kevin Owens can go smashy, smashy on those cameras. They are the wrestling couple. Um, so, yeah, give it to me. That was pretty simple. I just want another good wrestling match. So, give me Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, two guys who have carried us through a lot of this pandemic as studs who deserve a spot. Give them a singles match. Why not against each other? I wonder what I his KO Mania knows. shirt will be this year. Hmm. That's true. He has had it every year. So, no better way to show it off. It's true. It's very true. All right, it's time to give us a comeback, and I'm going to give my comeback to Apollo with the Nigerian gimmick that he has now. Mm. I am super excited for him. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to give him the curse. I'm not going to say the name that will put you a label. You've done that to the man once. I know. I can't do it again. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I uh, kind of enjoy what he's doing from an adjacent side, so I don't ruin it for everybody else. Uh, but it, it is a. Uh, it made me feel like, you know, I think that we both tweeted out, uh, where was this Papalo the whole time? Uh, so it's it, it give, he even said it in Nigerian. He said, you know, you give him the blade. I'm all for it. Like the the loyalty and the, the royalty and everything that comes along with the the colors and everything that he said. And just you had to lose to, a, to Big E to now become back and do what he did with the steel stairs and stuff like that. Like he can't clearly come out in a sword and, and stab somebody. So that clearly can't happen. But the steel steps are okay. Because it's still steel. So I get what they're drawing a comparison to. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to be Apollo Crews excited to, you know, like, I don't know. I like, I'm excited for him and the character, but I'm, I'm, I'm more curious to see if he finally gets the Intercontinental Championship. And if it does anything like at WrestleMania, if he has a really cool entrance, I think that would really send a message to us as fans. Like, okay, we're finally putting money and effort into him. So I'm very excited to see maybe they'll do something cool because he deserved it. I think he's been around for five, six years. And, you know, I've, I've touted him, and clearly I was wrong for all those years. So, you know, I'm going to stop where I am and just give him my comeback. So he gets my comeback. The end. Well, WrestleMania, we could have done this before. But if not, this is the first time in Jabberknocker history. My comeback goes to Apollo! This man was too good this week. It was my favorite thing of the week. He deserves the double comeback treatment, baby. Double stamp. You can't get excited for obvious reasons, but I can. Pew, 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 pew. Super hot fire. I love him embracing his Nigerian roots. This is something that's been there all along for him to grab. Whether they didn't feel like he was ready for it, maybe this was the perfect time. Maybe, like we said earlier, with some guys, you just got to 
let them run through the muck for a while before you can launch them out of the cannon. It's time, baby. The color scheme for his gear, perfect. When he whipped out the accent towards the end of that promo, that's what really hit the heel spot for me. The feel spot, heel spot too, clearly. It really hit, and I was like, I'm in, man. I want this. It was one of those things that's like, I was like, uh, coming into the week, it was like, man, they're going to drag out this Biggie Apollo thing. They probably did all they could do. Uh-uh. I was dead wrong because this was one of, this was the best segment of Apollo Crews' career. And it got me excited to where he's going because that promo, man, I felt something with him. Like, he started to find, like, earlier this year, you know, or late last year on Raw when he had the U.S. title, he started to, like, show flashes here and there. It was like, oh, man, that was a really good week for Apollo. But this was the first one where it's like everything clicked perfectly. He beats Nakamura, which I think is a big deal for him. So I'm excited for this. Double comeback, Apollo Cruz. Congratulations, my friend. I am excited for you and Biggie. Hey, you know what? It's just it was it was great to see. And like again, I don't want to get too excited because you know if I do, then something might happen. So I don't want to. <laughs> you want to talk about him giving uh you know the 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 steal to everybody else? I feel like a certain curse is like the the you know the steal to him and a gimmick. So I I'm just gonna stop where I am. I think it's time well, to let's get finish that. Yeah, let's get to the big old finish. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do, and uh, we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to hit on Revolution, uh, but quickly on NXT this week, women's tag team titles on the line. Da, da, na, 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 na. Shania Payne defends against Dakota and Raquel, new champs. So here, I'm going back and forth on this because I feel like it's WrestleMania season, and it's uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to be very quick. If they win. And I don't want that. I want them to have a win. I, I just feel like Shania Payne is on a different level. But also, Agreed. but also, I can also be talked into. I can be massaged into uh, Nia versus Shayna versus Asuka versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. Hmm. Based on that promo that's, yesterday. That's not terrible. I didn't. I honestly didn't think about that because when I watched the, my takeaway from the other, we didn't talk about this during the segment was when Nia and Shayna came out. I like it was weird for the first time. I really had an appreciation to how good they've gotten as a tag team yes. and how they play off each other. So it's just that's why for me when I look at this match, it's like I think they're going to give it a lot of time. But I think Shania wins. Then it also got me thinking. It's like man, this match would have been really cool if they just saved it for WrestleMania. Yeah, because exactly. I think it would be a big moment for Dakota Raquel, which maybe they have other plans for Raquel that weekend or whatever. But it just got me thinking like this feels like a WrestleMania level match, but. I do think Shania Payne's going to retain, but hey, you know what? If someone's going to beat them, it could be this duo. I just, I just don't see it. I don't know. I just don't see it. It sucks because yeah. I want to. I want, I want so much for those two. I really do. All right, what else? Well, we're going to hit on AEW, but first, uh, JobberDocker.com. That's the web, our website, and you should check it out because we have AEW XT um, full coverage from our boys, as well as Impact and New Japan. So make sure you check out all the checkouts on that. Also, our shop at tpublic.com slash jobberknocker. Buy the merch. Tons of good shit. Um, our social medias, I'll just keep moving here. All the Twitter handles are listed um, in the description of the podcast. So check them out there. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And give us five stars, five flames on all your podcasting platforms because it goes a long way. But Nestlemania, this week on AEW, before Red Revolution, we have two big tag matches. Um, the first is Shaquille O'Neal and Jade Cargill taking on Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Can I just say that this is the thing that kind of made me laugh? They they were showing a video of uh, how Shaq was helping Jade get ready and they were shooting hoops. Did you notice what she was doing? She was shooting free throws. You know who's bad at free throws? Shaq. Shaq. It's just, it just, it, <laughs> those things are not lost on me. So it was just That's funny to funny. me. I don't, I don't even think I saw it. 
probably, it, it was right. it was ridiculous. I mean, clearly Shaq has to win because your celebrity has to always win. So I just this is to me. I'm sure we're going to talk about it. I'm sure it'll be a big deal. Uh, like I said, I think this is more for the ratings than it is the actual physical match itself. So I, I'm not necessarily worried about what's going to happen in between the ropes because. I don't expect Cody to work too much magic with Shaq. So uh, I think more of it's going to be on uh, Jade. And then, okay, oh, my God, Shaq tags in. And then, of course, Red Velvet takes the pin because that's exactly what's going to happen because Cody can't yeah. look bad. Shade, sh sh sorry, Jade can't look bad. And Shaq obviously can't look bad. So I would assume that Red Velvet is there to take the pin. Yeah, no, I would think so, too, because I feel like this is a launching point for Jade Cargill. They've been building her up for months, so they clearly want to present her as a big deal. But also, this was supposed to originally be on Sunday, but they moved it to TV because Shaq had a scheduling conflict. So that's why we got this. But also, you mentioned it earlier, well, the big show is officially all elite. And man, it sure feels like that we're going to have a big show Shaq match down the line. I couldn't care less about that, honest to God. I Me just, too! I just, you know what's funny? It's just like having Cody come out and say stuff like, this isn't going to be my all-friends league or whatever, and like you just see things starting to trickle in with like his appreciation for Sting, his appreciation for Big Show, and like, just all this stuff that starts happening, and just, yeah, I know he didn't give it, he didn't give poor Matt Cardona, you know, a job, but that's okay. But it's just, good Lord, man. Like, I just, I, I've never well, been a Big AEW's Show guy. kind of so. got to the point, it's like, if, if WWE, if you, if one of WWE's legends wants to wrestle and they don't allow them to, they just go to AEW sure. because Tony Khan, Cody, Omega, the Bucks are like, yeah, we'll let you, we'll let you, yeah, sure, come, give us the ratings. There's, so here's, so, here's, 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 here's where I have to draw a, a comparison, and I'm sure you're gonna tell me that I'm ludicrous and stupid and all that stuff. But Luda. is yeah, uh, who's who? Honestly, is one of my favorite rappers of all time. I think he's a lyrical poet. I just think he's amazing. Ludicrous is amazing. So anyway, getting back to my original point. I think Vince McMahon is much like Bill Belichick where most of the time he's right about getting rid of somebody earlier than he can. And then, of course, somebody on an Impact or TNA or, or sorry, same thing. Just anybody that grabbed him, you know, even AEW, I feel like it's just like, ooh, we got him. And it's just, we don't care. We just don't. Yeah. We don't. We, they, they already squeezed the lemon. They already squeezed the juice out of it. it they, they, I, I, there's nothing that the big show could do in AEW at all. And I know people are like, oh, my God, he could be the only person to ever be the AEW champion, the WCW champion, WWE, and ECW God, champion. please no. Please no. But that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, I've had my big show moments, and uh, that's it. I'm done. You know, Paul White's Paul White for a reason, and he's done a real good job, but I just I don't care. You know. Well, here's, here's a comparison for you because it's just one of those things like – I think a lot of the times WWE and like these other companies, it's like it makes sense they want the big stars. You see it like a UFC, someone who's a big name, they cut them loose because they don't need them as much anymore. They don't want to pay their contract. But immediately Bellator, who's probably the second biggest promotion, who people like is great, they immediately pick them up because it makes a lot of sense. But it's also like anytime like a, a, a good European NBA player, like, you know, maybe isn't getting anymore, he goes back to Europe, he's a big deal. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think that's always going to be how it is because WWE is the top of the ladder. So someone from the top of the ladder starts to fall, the impacts, the AWs, like they're all there to catch up. That's just how it's going to be. And yeah, that's uh, also going to transition us to the other match scheduled. FTR with Tully Blanchard are taking on Jurassic Express. Nestlemania, are you excited to see Tully wrestle? Not in the least. Not in the least. Short and sweet. I, 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 this is a, I, I hope Tony, I hope Todd are listening. This is a, this is a line for two people. And I'll have to explain it later, but it is because uh, I don't want to bore everybody. But I'm going to poo-poo Tully on this one. They, they, so it's just poo-poo Tully. He, I couldn't, I don't, nope. I don't want to see him or his daughter anywhere near a stinking ring. He better eat that pin for uh, 
Marco Stunt. That's all I'm saying. That the, otherwise, oh, fuck Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy or Luchasaurus. No, 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 no. Marco Stunt better pin Tully. Otherwise, just it's, yeah. It's no, stupid. I I think Tully's pinning Marco Stunt because FTR is going to beat up one of them, and it's I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. I don't. And it's also a six man tag, so we're already out on that. But that leads us to the pay per view. Uh, which is on Sunday. It is AEW Revolution, our boy, the Joe Stopper. Make sure you check out his column this week about AEW because he will get you hyped for this as well. But we have eight listed matches, and some of them are long, so bear with us. We have a casino tag team royale for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship. Bear Country, Dark Order, more Dark Order, Inner Circle, Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, Top Flight, and another team, TBA, are all in it. Nestlemania, who wins? Ay ay ay. I feel yeah. like Santee's Santee's Santana and Ortiz have to win because if if the Young Bucks beat you know face them later it'll be a good match. If it's uh MJF and Y2J win then it's kind of like okay inner circle fight. So I feel like that's the most no pun intended bang for my buck. Yeah, they just fought which make kind of pulls me off of them. I'm going to go with Private Party because I think they've really invested in them with the Matt Hardy thing. So I would like to see them get more built as a tag team because Obviously, like their big debut was we were there for it, them beating the Young Bucks. So I think they would be a good team to take those titles off the Young Bucks if it doesn't happen on Sunday. Um, any thoughts on who TBA could be? See, that's the other thing, too, is, you know what? I think I'm, now that you've said this to me, I think I'm just going to go with TBA. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice. Well, who is TBA? I don't know. I just I feel like it just TBA could be a, a random tag team that uh, comes out of nowhere. They could be like, you know, the other rascal or whatever. Like, it's just... I don't know. It could be anybody at this point. Anybody. I, I just, hope it's AOP because that would make you cry. Honestly, you know what's funny though? Like the they always make a big deal about these TBAs and they always win. So I just feel like they they're suckers for mystery they opponents did it with and they're suckers. They're just suckers right. for it. So you know what? I'm gonna switch it to TBA. That's because it just feels like it's right. And I wanna I I want one of us to beat Ray. So I just I gotta I gotta be smart. Well, speaking of TBA, TBA is also in the face of the Revolution Ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match. This match also features Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta Alzero Miedo, Lance Archer, and then one of Preston Ten Vance or Max Caster will be fighting on this week's Dynamite. Um, so, Nestlemania, who will be the face of the Revolution Ladder match winner who gets a shot at a future AEW TNT Championship match? I read that all. Just for you. I hate you because you are such a Cody Mark. It's ridiculous. If it's Cody Rhodes, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to go with Scorpio Sky because I think Scorpio Sky deserves it. Uh, I just don't know if I feel right saying that, though. Because in my head, it's either Scorpio Sky or Penta in my head. And I just don't know if it's right. I'm going to go with Penta. Fuck it. I'll go with Penta. I think of the people listed, he makes sense. But Nestlemania, you did it last match. I'm doing this match. I'm taking TBA. I think this is the surprise one where we get a surprise ent- entrance and that person wins because I honestly don't know who else would face Darby Allen besides. TBA. I just think that so- they they just they just do this weird thing like with the with the whole revolution and the whole I don't know I just that TNT championship has been awfully weird for a very long time so. Well, Darby, I think defended it like once and it was randomly because they're like, you know what? Instead of we're gonna give you the championship. But then we're just going to have you follow Stain in his snow around for fucking three months to build up for a tag match, which I guess we'll talk about now. Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks take on Darby Allen and Stain in a street fight. This is happening, and there's no way Stain's losing, right? Give me Rudolph and Santa Claus. They're going to win this one. 
Rudolph and Santa Claus, what? Yeah, Darby Allen and Sting. Sting's the old man, oh old God. man with white hair. And then, of course, Rudolph, who has to fly through the air and, and help Santa guide his way through a match. It's, it's exactly what it is. Oh, Rudolph I and just, Santa. I, I'm just not excited for this. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Street Fight, they'll probably pre-tape it, which is for the best, so they can edit around it. Go for it. Uh, next up, a tag team match between Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus best friends of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Um, yeah, I don't want Miro taking else. Give me Miro. Kip. Miro. Team Miro. I think we're both right there with you. I just, it's just yeah. Miro. The Miro. only uh, wild card is if uh, what's his name returns and helps them, but I don't know. I think don't he know, said six next... months. So. Yeah, so hopefully not. Uh, next up, we have, I believe we have five matches left. So next up, we have Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money match where the winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. Give me the hangman, man. Because if Matt Hardy wins, I'm going to be pissed. So there's other things to think about in this. I, 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 uh, I'm going to pick hangman as well, but I, 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 I'm also wondering in my head. So you could go like this, right? You could go, okay, Matt Hardy wins. Hangman has to have no money. He's going to find out who his real friends are, which is, you know, he goes back Dark to Dark Order, Order which is going to be funny. Or you could have Hangman win, like he wins like a jackpot kind of thing, and then have Hangman do his thing, which would be funnier, and then he gets drunk. And, like, you could find both ways, and Matt Hardy being, like, a slum would be pretty funny too. So, I don't know. I just feel like they have done a great job with Hangman. I think out of, out of, out of everybody in the Elite, he's the least annoying at this point, in my opinion. He's, my, he's honestly, for a guy that when we first started, he was so bland and they didn't really do him right. He got so good once he started losing that he's one of my favorite guys and one of the main reasons I watch every week. Okay. He's so good. Big fan. Uh, so we have, I think, uh, three title matches left now. We have a tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks take on the inner circle members of Chris Jericho and MJF with Wardlow, who apparently is the only one who's allowed to come to ringside, according to this graphic. So, WrestleMania, do we have new champions in full WWE fashion once again? No, I think the Bucks are very specific. So I'm going to stay with the Bucks. I hope so, too. Give me the Young Bucks. Uh, I really don't care much about this match either, though, which is a shame. Uh, so next up, we have a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida will be defending against the winner of Nyla Rose and... Forgive me if I say this wrong. Rio Mizunami. First of all, we don't know who they're facing, but who wins that match? And I'm assuming I'm gonna have Shida retain either way. Yeah, I'm but I say think Shida... Rio Mizunami is gonna win. I mean, Shida over Rio. Yeah, I mean Shida is just amazing. So for let's go work backwards. We're both picking Shida, so I'm gonna pick that. Yes. Uh, if it's Nyla Rose, seen it. We've seen it, right? So the whole tournament yeah. makes no sense. So I would imagine that this is. The whole reason to see it is because of this new challenger. So you have to pick her. You have to pick her. I think I I I mean I was impressed they gave Nyla and Britt so much time, but I really expected Britt to win this match because I just felt like Nia and Nyla in the finals just she's not gonna win. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just in, end of the line, she just winning. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the main event. Uh, Kenny Omega defends against John Moxley. Don Callis will be there. It is an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. I think Omega retains, but this match might be tough to watch uh, because it's going to be bloody and disgusting, I think. Like Renee said on Twitter, uh, for water breaks early, you'll know why. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> Pretty good line. Yeah, she did a great job. I can't. Shout I can't out think. Renee. Love yeah. Renee. Uh, you can also check out Oral Sessions. Uh, she's not uh, uh, by any way. That's that's the name of her podcast. It's pretty good. Um, check it out. That's what it's called. Oral Sessions. 
There's some stuff on there. Anything. There's there's some stuff on there with John Moxley that you honestly, I know you're not a giant Moxley fan, like uh, you know whatever. I like Moxley, but I think if you listen to to her stuff with him, you will have such more of an appreciation for him because he is hysterical. Like he is just outright saying what he means to say, and she's just like, oh my god. Well, he's like, I don't work for WWE. I don't care. Like you know, like or he just says things that are just off the cuff. So I just I. I Hey man, me and you were two of the few that were um, Ambrose fans till the end. Most yeah. people jump shipped on him. We yeah. we still always loved and adored him. So I I'm here for all the Moxley content. I just think in AEW a lot of this stuff unfortunately has fallen flat. I don't think this will though, and I think the diehards are going to probably call this the greatest match in the history of wrestling when it's through because that's just kind of how it's it not goes. wrestling. It's a car wreck, but uh, John Moxley is going to really hurt himself in this. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly I'm scared for both of their healths, but I. Uh, they're nuts. They're I would love nuts. to see Moxley beat the fuck out of Callus too. That motherfucker has such a punchable face. So he's so perfect. I can't stand him, which means he's fucking perfect. He looks like so. a thumb. You ever uh, exactly. That? He looks like a thumb. You know I just want to fucking beat him up. I want to. I want to beat him up. So I hope Moxley gets beat him. Beats him up. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe someday we'll get a Tony Khan versus uh, Don Callis match. It'll be no, great. Stop it. Don't even speak that into existence. Because there, I would rather watch Bad Bunny wrestle Soldier Boy, wrestle your boy Bow Wow, than watch those two fucking unathletic freaks touch each other it's like a michael cole match don't want to see it well on that note i think we've exhausted all of our options we hope you enjoy everything you're going to see this week including aew revolution we'll be back next week with more jobber knockery revolution is a mystery that's not how it goes